Welcome back to the Go the Extra Mile podcast. I am your host, Jillian Pereira. Go the Extra Mile is a podcast connecting determination athletes and sharing stories of resilience, humor, and people who make their miles more meaningful by supporting the American Cancer Society. In these conversations, we'll focus on the why that brings us to our collective start lines. You and your teammates' mission connections, the sometimes heartbreaking, often touching, always inspiring stories of what happens after someone we love hears the words, you have cancer. We'll talk about the training required to put in long miles and conquer finish lines, and we'll work together to decode fundraising, putting you on the path to success. I am so pleased to sit down with longtime determination athlete Leslie Giotti today. Leslie has participated annually since 2014, first to honor her good friend Tara, and over the years to bring her entire community along with her. Leslie is a mother, wife, and grandmother in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, and in a stage of life when she realized she needed community and accountability to achieve her goals, she went out and created it. Leslie is meticulous, thoughtful, and relentless in her desire to make a difference. She's funny, sharp, and a whole lot of fun. She's plugged into her family, school, and neighborhood, and pays beautiful tribute to folks fighting cancer with each step she takes in the name of determination. You're going to hear the term community a lot in this one, and for good reason. Good people attract good people, and I am so pleased to introduce you to my friend, our 2023 Broad Street Run top fundraiser, Team Brightside teammate, Drexel Hill Runs founder, Determination Philadelphia Run ambassador and committee member, Leslie Giotti. Leslie Giotti, thank you so much for joining me on the Go the Extra Mile podcast. Hi, Julian. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. It's, you know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> We're close, getting closer <laughs> to the weekend. I am sure there's somebody <laughs> listening who relates to that deeply. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow, is, tomorrow is hump day. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, yes. almost to the weekend, almost to yet another Team Brightside group run on Saturday morning. Yes, yes. And actually, uh, one of our team members reached out and said, are we running on the 24th? Or are we going to just run next weekend? And I said, yes, to both of those. We're running that Saturday and this Saturday coming. We run all of them. <laughs> we run all of them. Yes. So I'm really interested to talk today about that experience that we just referenced, that group that you've created in Drexel Hill and on Team Brightside. You have 11 years history with Team Determination. You are a multi-time top fundraiser. You are a real anchor of the program here in Philadelphia. You've created quite a community. Um, and I know that that all goes back to your friend Tara with how it started. Can you tell me what brought you to ACS and Team Determination? So Tara Ertl, um was 35 years old when she passed from cancer. She had just had her daughter and she was itchy. It's so crazy to say she was itchy. Um, she fought that disease for three years and actually her anniversary is coming up. Um, she died February 24th, 2012. And, and she was, she was a bright side. She was always very, um, uplifting and positive. Um, I re I remember her coming into a mom's club event, sitting next to me. She was always running late. She did not know how to tell time. <laughs> did not know how to tell time. She sat down next to me 
Uh, she sat down next to me. We we're having coffee and cake at, at another mom's house. And she said, I finally got the test results. And she said, it's a grapefruit sized tumor on my liver. <sighs> right. And I remember sitting there like I'm sitting with you and there's tears in my eyes. And she wiped a tear out off my face, literally mm-hmm. like leaned over and wiped, wiped the tear off my face. And she's like, it's benign. It's no big deal. And I remember thinking, there's nothing the size of a grapefruit in your body that could be no big deal. But she, whatever hurdle came at her because of this disease, she overcame it. So I honestly thought that she would live forever with cancer. I never thought it would beat her. So you knew Tara from Drexel Hill, the town you live in. It was a, She was part of a mom's group that you were in. Yes. And so it was after Tara's passing that you got involved with determination? Well, Drexel Hill Runs is nine years old. And this will be my 11th, sorry, my 11th uh, Broad Street run with, with ACS. My son was aging out of the Moms Club of Drexel Hill. We, we went to support another mom who was running Broad Street. We were in the stadium parking lot and cheering people on. And at that point, Albert was going to school And I needed to start doing some things for myself, getting a little bit healthier. Looked at all these people who were running Broad Street and and they were doing it. And I was inspired. I thought if they could do this, I could do this. I never thought I would do Broad Street. I just thought I would I would learn to run. (laughs) Yes. And look at you now. Right, right. You're like the running mayor of Drexel Hill. (laughs) My my slow and steady, yes, totally. And I'm and I'm okay with it. Um, Ellen was training for Broad Street with ACS to honor Tara and, um, she would go out on her longer runs and she'd ask for company and they ended up being my training runs essentially. Cause I wasn't training for anything. And I would tell her, I'm like, I'll come out with you, but I don't know how far I'm going to be able to go. And I ended up keeping mm-hmm. step with her. So then when she started to train for the half with ACS, I trained with her for that too. So here comes Broad Street, and she says, let's put a team in, and we became four women, three Moms Club members, and one friend of mine from high school and grade school. That's really cool, and that was the beginning. So that was the beginning, yes. And it just, it took off. Um, it, Tara was definitely the driving force, and I had recently lost my grandfather uh, to prostate cancer, so that was my my personal connection besides Tara. I sort of freaked out about the $500 fundraising. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do this. That year I raised I raised over $1,000. <laughs> and I thought, well, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> wow. And just running running with Ellen for those, for her training runs, I mean, it was just to keep somebody else company and to help them reach their goal. Well, what I love, what you're saying is what you now do for everyone in your community. So tell me a little bit about how starting at ACS with Broad Street, with Ellen and your friends doing that first race, what that has turned into for you. I started this running path and I thought, well, what can I do to stay connected? So I created um, a Facebook page, a running group, Drexel Hill Runs. And if I happen to see another mom out running, 
by the time I got home, I added them to my page. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and, they, and they had no choice <laughs> but to, right, to be on the running group. And then, you know, they told a friend and they told a friend. Um, I don't think some of those original people are actually there that were friends of friends, but the original Moms Club people are still there. And um, they run. They might not run as consistently with us as, as they used to, but they're, they're doing their health and fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really like about Drexel Hill Runs, we're up to uh, 487 people, <laughs> and not everybody's active all the time, or not everybody's been active ever. But you know, they chime in with, "I'd like to learn how to get a little to get back into running," or um, "My knee's bothering me." Does anybody have a physical therapist? So it's it's a community that's fostering good health, um, living longer, camaraderie, friendship. I mean, there's nothing on that page that you can't ask for. And then we keep track of the miles Mm -hmm. um, every month for the year, walking, crawling, skipping, hopping, jumping rope, all the miles count. And I think that also keeps people motivated, which is, which is great. Um, it's, it's definitely very interactive. There's great accountability. Yes. I am definitely, and maybe to a fault, meticulous about the details. Well, and I think that you are a brain trust for this program and as part of your team and for Broad Street Run. I'm new to the organization. And so to have folks like you, and we're fortunate that we have a lot of people from different areas and experiences that we can compile all of that. But I always knew when I started, I could go to Leslie and I could get good information, history, a good sense of humor, and you'd tell it to me straight. Thank you, I think. (laughs) And I appreciate that. Yes. So Drexel Hill runs, you came, um, you did Broad Street, you joined Team Brightside, you created Drexel Hill runs. What's really neat about it is that Drexel Hill Runs is a year-round community, um, and it feeds into, so folks from it are like, they obviously know about the races you participate in with Team Brightside because you've created that community. So a lot of people join the team and participate in Broad Street. People who don't also support fundraisers that you and the team host, which we'll definitely get into. And one of the neatest things I saw come out of your team last year um, in its 10th anniversary, I just will never forget there was a woman who ran with you and she said, um, everyone gives me a hard time because I never finish. I get into things and I never finish things. And did she cross that finish line and run Broad Street with Team Brightside and Drexel Hill Runs? And she said, I finished it. And it was so neat to see because she was, A, incredibly proud of herself because it's a huge accomplishment. But B, she did it among friends and she knew she belonged there. And I think that that is such a gift. Yes. And I'm, I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful that people feel that way and they trust us. Drexel Hill Runs means friendship, camaraderie, positivity, support, commitment, encouragement. Um, one of the things I've learned from ACS when we would go down to Lloyd Hall to do our training runs every Saturday, because we used to make the trek down there every Saturday morning. No one ever ran alone. The coaches were 
true, I mean, we're all athletes, but these were true athletes. Like they were training for marathons and Ironman and, um, ultras and they ran with us and we were the 12 minute group and they ran with us and they gave us great tips and, you know, it, and all they cared about, and they said it, they, cause it's like, you don't have to stay with me. Cause you, you know, in the beginning you're like, I'm, I'm slowing you down. You know, you feel self-conscious and all they cared about was this is a Saturday run and I just have to get the miles in. So I've done, you know, six with you and I'll go do 12 more by myself. And it was, they, they were gracious, you know, so that's something that we do in Drexel Hill runs. No one runs alone. Um, and I'm forever grateful to the people that do still say I'm just slow. And I'm like, this is great because that's exactly where I want to be. I just want to be able to get it done and feel good the next day. Well, and I think we need to like make a rule as runners that there's no apologizing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm no, don't say you're sorry. There doesn't need to be any qualification and you need to cut the word just out of your vocabulary because you're out doing it, no matter what it is or how fast or slow you are doing it. Um, And what I love to see out of Drexel Hill Runs is that there are all types. All types. There are folks who are circling back to make sure everyone feels included. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a route for everybody. Everyone has a buddy. It just is incredibly inclusive. You're right. A lot of the supporters who have um, helped us with fundraising, they become teammates. And I laugh. I'm like, I'm losing all of my donors, <laughs> but that's really not true. They're, they've become so much more, uh, you know, than a donor. They're, they're truly invested. It's actually an amazing journey. It is a journey. Well, and how it wasn't immediate. So how did that evolve? How was it in early days and what has changed? I think me being pushy, to be very honest with you. I needed, I needed the connection. I remember my husband and I discussing quitting my job and staying home to raise Albert. And I said, I, I have to find something to do because I can't be stuck home by myself with this child. <laughs> so finding, so finding the mom's club and then realizing that that was hugely beneficial to both of us. And now that he's going to school and he's starting his life, I need to continue. I can't just stop and have nothing. So, you know, grabbing other women and, and having this camaraderie this way. I think it's really neat what you say about like those phases of life and what the community means, because we have a lot of people who come to us as new professionals who've just arrived in the city or who have just graduated college. I was talking to a gentleman who came out to volunteer last week. He said, all my friends moved to New York and became investment bankers. Who am I supposed to hang out with? So well, you'll hang out with us and you'll ask them for a gift. That's exactly right. But, you know, young professionals are looking to reconnect. You have moms and parents who are looking to find that sense of community after children sometimes or in a different chapter of their career. Empty nesters um, who find they have a little bit more time, um, you know, than in the previous several years, perhaps, and want to volunteer in a little bit more of a hands-on way in addition to what they're doing. So I think it's neat because what you're talking about with that community, it gets you through all of that. And it's important at all stages of life. Correct. Correct. Because if, if you think you're alone, that, that's just a horrible feeling. You know, I, I think of one of our runners that um, comes to runs all the time and then they, they've been missing for a little bit, you know, just to, is everything okay? And it's usually, yeah, just, you know, family life. And, mm. but, you know, just to know 
that we, we, we've missed you, you know, please come back when, when life is allows you to do so, but you're not there. It's so important to know you're seen yes. and to know you're missed. Yes, absolutely. What would you say to someone who is looking to build community and they think I might be able to spearhead this myself? Leslie decided to go for it and create this group. What would you tell someone who's looking to build community? What should they know? You have to be genuine. Um, you can't just tell people you're, you're going to be somewhere and flake out. You actually have to show up. And I, I think that's actually the most important thing. I think you, what you said is exactly right. And I think that that's a hard thing to swallow, but it's you have to set a time and a day and a place and you have to show up. And if you're the only one, you go. Right. And if there are two of you, you go. And eventually there's five or there's 10 or there's yes. more. But some of those early ones are disappointing or lonely or, you know, different than you'd like, but that genuine intention and consistency is the only way to start. This is such a, a, a worthy cause and because it affects everybody so differently, the support and the camaraderie definitely is, is what gets people through this. Well, and it's the piece you just said about not being alone. You feel like you're alone in certain um, chapters of life. I know that people certainly feel alone um, when they or someone they love is going through cancer. Um, caregiving is exhausting and people don't give themselves credit for what that takes out of them because they think if they don't have the cancer, they don't deserve the relief. And it's just not true. So I think when you can build that community and find other people who've been in similar scenarios or are just a shoulder to lean on, um, so often you find out you're not alone. I had reached out uh, with emails. We have three new nurses at, at the high school and I reached out to ask them to donate mm -hmm. and they signed up instead, like totally missed the whole donation piece. And they're like, we, I wouldn't, I want to run. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, so I hooked them up with Drexel Hill Runs. I hooked them up with the Team Brightside page. And I'm like, here's where all your central information is. I said, I know this is overwhelming, but I'm right down the hall. Yeah, they have the, <laughs> the resource right there in the building. Yes. And, and Nora, she's already raised $277. It's incredible. You know, so yeah. So she's like, I'm, I'm so glad that you invited us to do this. And I literally said to her, I said, I invited you to donate. <laughs> You're like, don't blame me for that. You know, what's really funny is years ago, 2010, I signed up to do a marathon and I said to one of my coworkers in the office, like, why don't you do the half? We'll go to San Diego. I'll run the marathon. You'll run the half. Well, doesn't she sign up for the full? And spend the next four months being like, why are you making me do this? And I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I thought you were coming on vacation with me. And she did it. And it's like, what a cool thing to have inspired. Yes. And it'll be really nice because we're we're together in the basement and to be able to hear them on, on a Monday. I did that on Saturday. And, you know, then to say I finished this race and this, this is, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. And it's funny when I sit here and I think of all the, the little connections made. It, it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's really incredible. I don't take it for granted. Not one bit. So year 11, you weren't sure you could raise $500 back in the day. 
tell us how 2023 went for you, Leslie. So 2023, um, I made the decision that I was going to raise $10,000 for cancer. You just declared it. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because Katie, um, our teammate, she said, I remember thinking, you're crazy. <laughs> and she goes, and you did it. <laughs> I have the greatest support system and the greatest friends and family uh, you can possibly imagine. Um, they donate. They participate. Um, they share links. Um, they mention somebody um, and ask me to put their friends, family members' names on, on my shirt. And, I mean, people stop me and, you know, ask me, you know, my, my relative is, is battling this. Can, can you run for them? Or, you know, I'm a cancer survivor. Can you remember me? Absolutely. And it just kind of, it just spirals. Um, every year now we have a pottery event. Um, it doesn't raise thousands and thousands of dollars, but it, it, it again, brings, that, brings the community together. Some, some runners, some brand new runners will, will come out to meet some of the teammates. Um, family comes. Uh, there's lots of family and Drexel Hill runs people that just like that event every year and are very sorry sometimes when it doesn't, you know, coincide with them being able to attend. We get together, we, you know, relax and, you know, you get to know somebody a little bit better when you're sitting across a table with them for an hour, having a conversation like you and I are painting pottery. Um, it, like I said, I put names on my shirt. Um, I dedicate my runs to, to the people that are on my shirt and their pictures are out there. I thank every individual person that has ever donated. Um, some people don't donate, uh, all the time, but their names are never going to come off my shirt and they're, they're never going to be forgotten. Um, I, I do have to share with you a story six years ago, seven years ago, I ran for my brother-in-law who was recently had been diagnosed with, um, throat cancers. And a little boy that I saw on Facebook, um, his name was Richie. I don't even think he was two years old. He was battling cancer. And um, a high school friend's cousin, essentially. I started my training this year running for, for him. And I'll have to send you the note from his father. Um, Richie's birthday is February 1st, and he was going to be five. <sighs> I don't even know this man. But I've been running for this little boy, like I said, for for the six or seven years at this point. And yeah, just just he was very uplifted. And I and to me it's just something very simple to do. And then that the link gets shared and then family members donate and Well, you're giving them a way to do something that when you share your story or where, why, when you, when, excuse me, when you share why it's important, you never know who it's going to touch. And it, people are happy to jump in because you are doing something and it lets them have a hand in that. And what a great honor and responsibility. I know you take that incredibly seriously. You don't realize, I realize how much I need the community and I don't, I don't realize how much the little things that I'm doing affects the community. So last year when we when my son, my oldest son, hosted the hockey fundraiser, 
which um, did raise a nice chunk of change um, because I had talked to my family the year before and I think I raised almost $7,000. And I remember saying to them, next year is going to be 10 years of running Broad Street. I really want to raise $10,000. I'm going to need you to help me. And they're like, what do you want me to do? And, I'm, and I said, well, do you think we could host a hockey fundraiser? You know, tell me how to do it. You know, can you help me put it together? And my oldest son ran with it. And my husband said, it's not going to raise you that much money. These gentlemen, yes, and they're gentlemen, and they're probably going to laugh that I call them that, but yeah, they came out on a Saturday after St. Patty's Day, hung over and played hockey and donated money and it raised $3,000. And that was your difference. That was what you needed to get to the 10. That was my difference. Exactly right. It's so incredible, the generosity of people. And then just like the one gentleman I met, his mother-in-law died of breast cancer and her name's now on my shirt and he won the 50-50 and gave it back. And then my, my, yeah, just like crazy, weird, awesome coincidences. And, and I do believe that things all happen for a reason and you're at the right place at the right time, even though sometimes you don't realize it at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, that same day, my son's good friend, his mother-in-law's battling cancer. I did run for her the year before, never met her. She made it a point to come to this hockey fundraiser to meet me. <laughs> right. And, uh, and she's like, I didn't come to make you upset. And I'm like, I'm not upset as I'm sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> but like how neat to see a rink full of people doing this for her. Yes. 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 I mean, they, these, these gentlemen, again, were, yeah, they bought pizza. They weren't even hungry. They bought, you know, bottles of water and chances. And I, I mean, my, my family... I sent out a text saying, hey, I, I'm going to, you know, make a basket of cheer. Would you guys donate? I had enough to make a, a liquor basket and a wine basket from family, mm. which is which is incredible. And then the other thing that the team does all together, um, every April we have a bowling fundraiser. Yes. And that's pretty huge. And you guys have seen it all. Yes. Have you ever had a fundraiser kind of fail? I really thought that Sunday was going to fail. <laughs> and then? And, and then uh, my sister-in-law called and she said, you know, I, I forgot about this. Can we come? And absolutely. And then my sister said, hey, our plans changed. Can we come? So I went from six painters to 15 painters. So that was amazing. Isn't it funny? It's the same exact messaging as creating the team. Set the yes. date, show up. Don't worry about it. It'll be small. It'll be big. It'll be great. And sure enough. Yeah, they, they, they came through and, and everybody comes through. And, and even with raising the $10,000, seeing the memories come up now in, on Facebook, mm -hmm. can you help me? I'm, you know, $500 short of my goal. And then somebody who donated already donates again. And it's, it's, it, it's it really incredible. is a communal effort. Yes, it is. And when you think about all the lives that cancer has touched, I mean, we are making great strides. 
sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but I know that we are. And to know that we've had a hand in that is, is amazing. Amazing. Yes. It's amazing. It, it really is. And, and it's funny because I don't always think about that. So it, it's, it's kind of incredible to sit back and think, you know, the, the impact that you've had. And it's, it, it's funny how you, how people will, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I would put off, you know, going to the doctor to, because something else comes up and, and you really, you can't do that kind of stuff. No. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. <laughs> so we've covered a lot. What do you think are your biggest lessons learned? My biggest lessons learned. Um, I need people as much as people need me. Mm-hmm. Um, accomplish putting putting a task out and accomplishing it, especially for a good cause, is is huge. It's what keeps me sane. Um, you're going to put out the training plan and I'm going to follow the training plan and that's going to get me up in the morning and it's going to get me going no matter what happens. Um, a bad day and we're running training for Broad Street and it's, it's not, it, it, it's a, it's a better day than somebody who's, who's been told that they have cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I show up on Saturdays and there's all those faces waiting for me and me for them. Yeah. You know, those are the lessons learned and we just, we, people need other people and, and they need to be there. And, um, it, it's amazing. Cause I had, I had actually said to my husband before I had gotten on the, this call with you, I said, what do you think is my greatest achievement with ACS? And he said, I, it's, he said, it's not the money, even though I think that that's important. And I think so too. I think we talk about, mission, training, fundraising. And we might have started this call to say Leslie was our 2023 top fundraiser. But we've not really talked very much about that at all. I think we've gotten good ideas about getting people together and doing bowling and doing hockey and the generosity of friends and family and ways you can honor people with contributions. But it all comes back to the community that you built. Yes. And I, and it, it, definitely keeps feeding into the bigger mission of killing cancer. And because we're running every Saturday and, and people are running, you know, they're, they're two days during the week and we're doing this all throughout the year that it's just part of the routine to sign up for broad street and to raise money for cancer. It's not, we all have to start from scratch. It's just a part of that. Yeah, it's your foundation. And it's also keeping you healthy in the face of aging, in the face of illness, in the face of all of it. And it's keeping you healthy emotionally and physically because it's giving you people you can trust and lean on who are happy to see you on weekends, who go through the ups and downs with you. Um, it's really invaluable. It, it's, it's precious and I, I don't take it for granted at all. It's a really special group. I feel fortunate that I can pop in now and then and make myself at home and that those faces have become familiar and that I can be razzed with the rest of them because that's when you know you really belong, right? It's when someone will tease you. And every time you come, you meet someone new. 
Someone new has, has come and that's, that's exactly what we want. And please come again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be here when you do. Yes, absolutely. When you're ready, we'll, we'll be here for you. It's really special. Um, and you don't have to be the one to create it. Show up. You add though everyone attending creates it. You know, absolutely. someone, someone initiates it or starts it, but it takes everyone to, to create that circle. So thank you for all you've done. Um, You've been among our most stalwart and reliable and wonderful and funny. I appreciate that. (laughs) Team captains, committee members, and um, we're so fortunate that you're ours. So thank you. Thank you for keeping me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us um, and for talking to us about the community at Drexel Hill Runs. And we'll see you Saturday at 8. Find us on Drexel Hill Runs. Leslie Pavese Giotti, come be my friend. Absolutely. More the merrier and no one is left behind. No one runs alone. Thank you so much for listening. I wouldn't be at all surprised if you're currently Googling Drexel Hill PA to see if you can get down there by eight o'clock Saturday morning. I can relate. But before you go, join us for the cool down. First, do a little something all the time to keep yourself healthy which will contribute not only to your ability to participate in determination events, but will be the foundation to your personal health and a cancer-fighting tool in and of itself. Next, if accountability and company is what you need to be successful, go out and create it. And if you're not quite comfortable with the idea of founding a neighborhood run club, show up at someone else's. Taking the first step is hard, but be genuine and consistent, and we bet you'll have outstanding results. And finally, Set up a goal and go for it. Declare it. Don't worry about the whole 10,000 or whatever that number is. Think of it in bite-sized pieces and take it event by event or ask by ask. Consider dedicating each of your runs and sharing about them on social media. Sometimes it builds connections you never could have imagined. Thank you again to Leslie for more than 10 years of commitment to ending cancer as we know it for everyone and for a conversation that really made me smile. Thanks again for listening. This is the Go the Extra Mile podcast. Let's talk again soon.